Hi there, everybody. This is Charity Gibson coming at you with a new episode of the Badass Women of Promo podcast. Just wanted to talk to you guys today about a little bit of something that I'm going through and I hope you can relate. One of the things that I did was put a comment or a question on the Badass Women of Promo Instagram page. And the question was, as a woman in promo, what do you feel is the number one challenge you are facing career-wise or that is a common challenge for women in this industry? And um, got a lot of likes, but we hadn't had that many comments. However, one comment that we did have was from the famous, lovely, talented, and wonderful uh, Shauna Anderson-Newt. And um, her comment on this was, juggling all the balls, entrepreneur, leader, creative, visionary, um, canny? I don't know what that is, so I'm going to have to ask her about this. Mom, wife, Nana, health, mindset, giving back, and more. You know, just the things that badass women of promo do every day. So, Shauna, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you. I don't know how we found time to fit this into all of those things. Because <laughs> <laughs> we make the time. Because <laughs> we make the time. And it's so fitting. This is exactly um, actually what prompted me to post that question. And we were talking a little bit off air, but now we wanted to just bring you on so you can be part of this conversation. And I know that one of the biggest challenges that I'm having right now as a woman in promo or a woman in general, a single mom, a stay-at-home mom, a work-at-home mom, whatever the heck I'm doing these days, um, is that it's summer break. And I only have one kid, which you think would be like, oh, you only have one kid, Charity. Well, guess what? She does not do very good at entertaining herself. And then my fiance has been working from home. um, And I work from home. And I like things silent when I work at home. I have massive ADD and so I don't work with the television on. I don't have the radio on. I don't even like to take phone calls, not because I don't like talking on the phone, but because I do like talking on the phone and it's just not productive. (laughs) And so this has been the struggle like to the point where I was almost in tears last week because I feel like I can't get anything done. And so when you posted that, I was like, Hallelujah. Like, and you're my friend. And so I know you understand anyway, (laughs) you post that I was like, someone else out there gets it. Like we were saying before we got on the call, you're juggling all these balls. I'm like, yeah. And they're all falling and they're rolling away. Like, I don't even know where half my balls are anymore. And that sounds wrong. So anyway, (laughs) no, how do you juggle it all, (laughs) Shauna? Well, and like I said to you off air, and it's okay. Sometimes you have to drop a ball and not beat yourself up over it. And that's the hard part. For me, that's the hardest part is not beating myself up if I drop that ball or if I'm not catching them all, right? Yeah. It, it's really, to me, you know, we having structure in our lives, like I have that ADD thing too. It's part of the creative mind. <laughs> <laughs> Blessing right? and a curse. Yeah. And, and you and I are both women who get up super early. Like mm-hmm. I usually like to start my day at 4 a.m. If I'm yeah. not starting my day by 4.30 in the morning, I'm feeling behind because right. I love that time in the morning where there is nobody awake, Mm -hmm. nobody to bother me. I get to do what I want, whether that's working on my business, in my business, meditation, you know, health, going out for a walk and seeing the sunrise. Like that's my time. That's the only my time I get because like you, I'm a mom. I now have my youngest daughter, her fiance, and their two kids. So my two grandbabies live with us. So that really takes away my evening. Yeah. Which is, which is hard. Like, honestly, it's hard. And it's temporary. They're saving up to buy a house. He's a police officer and he's in the reserves. He's going to get his VA loan in February. So it's just totally temporary. And I always think of that Trace Atkins song, You're Going to Miss This. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, 
So it keeps me sane, right? Because on the nights where I'm like, ah, oh, like I would just love to go in my room and read a book right now. And they're like, Nana, Nana. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to be Nana right now. <laughs> Got to put on this cape right now. Take the, yeah, the entrepreneur cape off and the Nana cape on. Right. And that's exactly what I'm going through over here because there is, there's, there's like the mom guilt that you got going on. And obviously, you know, obviously your kids are older, but I know that you um, experienced that. And then now, I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, Nana guilt, but that with Kaylee, like that's one of the big things that I'm, I'm, she's growing up so fast, right? I just went yes. to my, my stepson's high school graduation in Ohio and I'm like, holy cow, I blinked and now he's graduated and now she mm -hmm. starts high school this coming year. And I just keep mm -hmm. thinking to myself, man, I really want to get to the point where I can just work and do what I want. But I'm at the same time, I just want to stop time and have it not move mm -hmm. another minute forward because she's getting taller than me and she's beautiful and she has <laughs> friends. And so, yeah, it's just like this whole existential crisis, man. I didn't think I was old enough for a midlife crisis, but if it comes in quarters <laughs> or thirds, I'm totally there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, Jackson and Kaylee are the, they're Jackson's 14 he's gonna be starting high school so our my youngest and your only are the same age and we're going through the same things yeah. right I have my other three kids who have moved out so I saw how fast that went right and so with him and especially being a boy he like doesn't always want to hang with mom so I purposely make time to do things with him to have conversations with him yeah you know conversations about stuff I don't care about but uh -huh. he does. But he does. Right. And I think, the, and, and that gives me, I remember when, when they were toddlers, right. And they were younger and it was like, I kept thinking to myself, I don't even know how I'm going to ever get through this. And I think <laughs> if I could give like one word of advice or one sentence of advice to people is that don't blink. It happens. Wait. And just like you mm -hmm. said, that Trace Atkins song is perfect for this is mm -hmm. you're going to miss this. You're going to mm -hmm. miss the carpools and the everything the toys on the floor <laughs> I never mm -hmm. thought I would I was like oh no you don't know what you're mm -hmm. talking about but he did and and we do now so yeah I was just having this conversation with my daughter and her fiance because they're like oh my gosh life is so hard they have a one-year-old and a three-year-old oh gosh and they're yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really hard for them and I was like but you know what guys you're gonna miss it like right now you're like this is overwhelming how are we doing all this and I was like they grow up so fast mm -hmm. and really you start losing them what I have found with my four kids right you start losing them to where they don't want you as much around like 12 or 13 mm -hmm. so you think you have till you're eight they're 18 and that's when they're not going to want you anymore it's not no, it's so much yeah yeah before that and it was funny actually um uh, Jessica Gibbons Roush, she started that uh, trend on brand. I don't know if you've seen that out there. She's kind of just up and coming with this. Um, but she actually sent me a picture about why she started and her purpose and why she made this shift mm -hmm. in her career. And it was a picture of her little girl in a princess dress. And I'll tell you, within like, it, I literally saw that flash up on my screen and I just <laughs> bawled. I was like, oh my gosh, Charity, you're so like, and I'm not a crying type. I mean, I, occasionally I'll get in there and I'll, I do have my weepy moments, but um, mm -hmm. man, and I'll, I went back on my Facebook and I sent her a side by side of my daughter in like the exact same princess dress when mm. she was two years old and then her oh. eighth grade promotion dress. I'm like, it just goes so stinking fast. So I'm glad for her that she made that adjustment and she was brave enough mm -hmm. to, to do that, to take that leap and say, you know what, I don't want to miss all of mm -hmm. these things. I don't want to miss this precious time with my children. So yeah, it's, it's right there. Um, I just realized we got into this whole conversation and jumped straight in. And um, I'm not sure how many people know about you. I know about you and you do amazing videos. So a lot of your customers know about you, but in the industry, um, 
I know I think I mentioned you're from Spitfire Advertising, but what do you do? <laughs> what do <laughs> I are, do? Who are you? What do I do? On this? I mean, what oh. don't you do? But um, yeah, who are you in the industry and, and how did you get here? I started in the industry in 2002, total fluke. I was working at a construction company, um, sexually harassed. I was like, that's enough. Walked out. I mean, like worked there for 10 years, done the next day. Cause I was like, nope, not going through this anymore. Yeah. And one of the guys that I worked with, he said, my girlfriend has this company and she's looking for somebody and you would be perfect. And I was like, I've never done that before. And they said, you don't need to she's going to train you. Walked in, did the interview, got hired, fell in love with this industry. <laughs> fell in love. I always say like the, the clouds parted and the angels started singing and I was like, oh my God, I can go to work today every single day and love my job. Oh, and so yeah, it was awesome. So a couple day, a couple years later, I um, ended up quitting. I ended up starting my own and that was in 2004 and <laughs> still here yeah yeah and I've expanded into like you know doing the graphic design and really focusing on relationship marketing using the promotional products and you know weaving them into experiences more than just putting a logo on it so that's really like my passion is is looking at the creative ways and not to be a cookie cutter like I do not like the cookie cutter so <laughs> yeah and then that's, there's a place for cookie cutters but I love mm -hmm. exactly I think you've just come into your own um you guys have to follow her on instagram and we'll give you that stuff um later about spitfire advertising she has this really cool self-promo kit that's like mission impossible thing like she's a spy <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh probably one of the coolest self-promo things i've ever seen not that we want to give that away to everybody so don't y'all go use it um but you know maybe adapt it for yourselves and then um she's also fantastic she puts these really cool marketing videos out almost every day um she also mentioned when she gets up she goes and takes a walk to watch the sunrise and she usually brings her instagram feed with her and so we get to see the ducks in the pond and our neighborhood and it's just beautiful so um you're Aww. just really kicking ass out there <laughs> well thank you thank you but you know it's it's all about like scheduling it like i used to when i first of all let me tell you for anybody and i know a lot of people in our industry are afraid of shooting videos that was yeah. me about two years ago. And the only way you're not going to be afraid is if you just get up and do it. Right. So I just made myself do it. And it took me so long. When I first started, I have to write out word for word. What am I going to say? And then I would practice it too much. And then I would mm -hmm. shoot it. The thing about a video, you can delete it and start over. Yeah. Yep. Much better than live. <laughs> it's huge. Yep. Yeah. No, so I definitely having I a plan jumping in and doing it. So now like I have a content calendar for the whole year planned out and sometimes I switch it, but I don't have to start fresh thinking of it. And that's how I can help juggle these balls, right? Cause yeah. if I had to every day think about what am I gonna talk about tomorrow or this whole week on Sunday, all I do is pull up the calendar and then I make notes, like quick notes about each one so I'm gonna do. It's quick, it's easy. And once you do the videos repeatedly, you just pick up the camera and talk to it. There's no more like sketching everything out. I'm like three bullet points, jump on, do it. Yeah, move on. absolutely. And well, that's, it's funny that you bring that up because that's exactly what I wanted to talk to you about and ask you about is how do you do it? And I think in my 
my world, I know I was mentioning that I'm dropping a bunch of things. I'm really not dropping that many things. It's been like two <laughs> things that I didn't really get done the way that I wanted to get them done, even though I still got them done. But it bugs me because I'm a perfectionist. Obviously, like, I'm just failing everywhere. Um, mm-hmm, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I know that. But I, that's not mm-hmm. how I feel. But that's the, one of the things that gets me through. People ask me all the time, like, you have a podcast. You work full-time at Peerless Umbrella. You're doing social media for suppliers. You're always on mm-hmm. Facebook. And you have kids. And, and, and. I'm like, yeah. But it all blends in and it's all because I have, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the blog posts that I've been doing and um, a couple of the Instagram live videos. It was like the power of excuse, the power of um, confidence and the power of celebration. But one of the big things was the power of habit and Mm -hmm. the power of habit comes from the idea that you build a schedule and that you you kind of know what's going to go on with the big fundamental things so that all the other stuff that gets added in it's totally okay. And it doesn't really surprise you or throw you off because you have that, I don't know, it's like a confidence layer, right? That like, you know, that the important things are going to be done mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're going to have food on the table tomorrow. <laughs> and, you know, right. Yeah. You might be asleep through it because you're so <laughs> exhausted from the week before, but it'll be there. But yeah. So how do you, so you mentioned you had, how did in the world did you get a year of scheduling? Like what? <laughs> oh girl. Well, first of all, the easy part is to just take 52 weeks and write out what those are. What are your topics for 52 weeks, right? And then there are resources online where you can pull like different ideas and you're like, that one fits for me, that one fits for me, throw it up in a calendar. So now my social media manager and I, we just go through the same calendar. So I'm shooting live, you know, I'm doing my Instagram stories or my video, my blog, all of those. And we repurpose a lot. So don't think that I'm always creating new content. My, my Instagram stories every day is a new, a new piece of content, but I take one of those and create my blog and my weekly email out to my clients. Mm. So I'm repurposing as much as I can. As you know, charity what do I always do if I have like client calls I'm out walking anytime that I don't have to be in front of my computer I'm gonna go get my body fit because I don't necessarily with my schedule always have time to get over to the gym or you know have an evening walk so if I'm sitting there talking to a client or you know a vendor or somebody else and I know it's a scheduled amount of time and I don't have to be in front of my computer I'm gonna go take care of myself yeah and that was huge I actually started doing that I don't take many phone calls that I know are coming. And usually if I do, it's going to be like a webinar or something like that. Mm-hmm, but you mm-hmm. mentioned that in your um, Instagram post. And I thought to myself, it was like the next day and the next week. And I've done it now a number of times where I just know like a phone call comes in and, or if I know something scheduled, I'll pick up my keys and I go mm-hmm. out the front door and I just start walking. And I think one day I got in like six miles. Um, yep. That tells you how much I talk. <laughs> See, this is a problem. If you get me on the phone, just don't stop. So my five minutes with charity thing that I tried to do turned out like Mm -hmm. 14 minutes. It was just all bad, but it does, you get, you don't realize that you can put a, you know, group a couple things together and, and Mm -hmm. physical activity is such a huge thing. I think, especially when you work from home, you can get in that, you know, okay. Sometimes I work from my bed. Sometimes I work from my kitchen. Sometimes (laughs) I work from my, you know, living room couch or I'm right now I'm sitting on the floor, (laughs) just you know, kind of wherever. And I think sometimes we do forget to move and we forget about all of the different things. I know that some people talk about the idea that you need to stay focused on one task and you're more productive if you're, you know, focusing in a linear fashion, completing one task at a time. But I think there's something to that, but then there's also, I mean, when you ask a woman, how we get it done and a badass woman, you know, we're all badasses. So I guess it's, it's not right to say just a badass, but I don't think we really take note of 
exactly how much we get done in a day. And that's why mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of us consider ourselves badasses when really we are, because we are, we're, we're doing things with the kids and we're, you know, cleaning house and we're working our full-time job while we're doing all of these other things. We're taking phone calls while we're walking. And like, mm -hmm. it's just, if you don't multitask, you don't get it done. But like you said, the scheduling is such a big part of it. And honestly, the whole 52 week thing planned out in advance, you just blew my whole mind. I'm like, I thought I was doing good because I had a whole 30 days in my head, but, and oh, in wow. our planners and my assistant <laughs> and I go through and like, we're, you know, we're getting everything scheduled, like actual content written, developed and up about a week and a half in advance. We've got, even though I have the outline for the month, but a whole year, man, you just became my hero. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. You Here know, you one person. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of Brendan Burchard. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I love the man. I've taken so many of his workshops and I have his book. I mean, he has really helped me. And I've been following him for, I don't know, four years now, five years from now love him. He, he has a great planner out. It's called, uh, it's called high performance planner. I actually have it right here. That's and funny. you have your morning routine, you set out your day, you have your evening routine and you're answering questions. Like some of the questions in the morning when you wake up and you do this before anything, when your mind is fresh, right? Before you pick up your phone, cause I know everybody wants to pick up <laughs> that phone. Don't check in with the world. This is your time. <laughs> then it can be hard, right? But yeah. like, a question is like, what's one thing I'm excited about today? What if something happened? How, you know, what's something that potentially could happen and how would I handle it? So you're being proactive. You're already thinking like that. This could trip me up. What could I do? You're ready. Right? For what's, it. Yeah. yeah. What's my bold action. And then there's 10 questions in the morning. There is what six in the afternoon you score yourself, but it makes it really easy. If you're always checking in with yourself, then you can see, okay, wait, this is going sideways. And now for three days, it's gone sideways. So how do I fix that? Cause it needs to stop. I need a system. I need a solution. And then you can keep going. And that's I also a think very, very important thing. Like don't just quit because something went sideways, stop, mm -hmm. reevaluate, tweak a couple things in the process and then pick yourself up and keep going. And that's what David Goggins says too, if you've ever heard him. Yes. Um, and that's, he's, you know, obviously he's talking more about physical things, but it definitely translates to the business world. It's like you've run mm -hmm. 80 miles out of a hundred, you're mm -hmm. tired, you want to quit, your body sucks. It's ready to just, you're depleted and you want to be, just be done. And he mm -hmm. says, rest, get some water, get your, mm -hmm. you know, catch your breath, refuel a little bit, and then just run it just one more mile. And then you mm -hmm. run one more mile and then you kind of do the same thing. And by the time you're done, you know, you've run the whole thing and then some, and I, that's such a huge concept is checking in with yourself so that you know when something yes. is going bonkers and then, you know, tweaking the process and just keep freaking going. Stop quitting because you're never mm -hmm. going to get there any faster if you quit and have to start again later. Right. No. And, and I think it's important the people you surround yourself, right? Do you have people who are tearing you down or lifting you up? Do you have an accountability Ooh. partner? I've had accountability partner for man, six years, maybe now, I don't even know. And, 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 and I had, I've had a couple because I outgrew one, right. Mm -hmm. And then I had to find, get a different one and that's fine. You know, we can still be friends, but if we're not going the same route or, you know, you're not really helping me stay accountable, then it doesn't work. Like I need that person because as you know, right, we were like in this jar when we're working on our old stuff, our own stuff. And it's like the labels on the outside and we can't read it. So you need that person <laughs> that'd that be analogy. like, 
right? I mean, it's yeah. so hard. Like I can do amazing marketing for everybody else, but sometimes when I work on my own stuff, I'm like, I'm stuck. Why am I stuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's having that accountability partner to be like, Hey, I know you because you get to know each other inside and out. And you're like, I know you, I know this is where you're stuck. I know this is your pitfalls and I know this is where you excel. Right. So let's talk through this thing you're struggling with. Cause I'm going to tell you how to get on the right path. And I'm like, Oh, I love it. So yeah. with my accountability partner, we check in beginning of the week and the end of the week. So smart. And you mentioned something just before you went into the accountability partner um, concept, you said something about who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. And this to me is the most amazing, powerful concept when you can grasp it. Because I think sometimes when we are, say children, for example, or even adults, and we form relationships with people, and then, you know, we have these goals, and we have these things we want to accomplish, and those people only know us as a certain version of ourselves. And mm -hmm. so we want to go ahead and we want to make this change and they're not comfortable with it. It's uncomfortable them for them to see us becoming a different person because us becoming a different person that's accomplishing our goals or feeling better about ourselves or whatever, all of a sudden that's not the person that they knew and they loved, but it's, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, so there's a change there. There's almost like a grieving process. Like my friend went mm -hmm. away. And so I found a lot of times in my life, people are really hesitant to, to help me make changes in my life because those changes um, kind of change our relationship, you know, and I change mm -hmm. our friendship a lot of times, or, and sometimes mm -hmm. it's ended friendships because like you said, you're just not on the same path as somebody. And mm -hmm. um, it's an important thing to recognize that sometimes it's okay for those things, even though it's painful, if you really want this change or you really want something better for yourself, relationships whether it's family whether it's friends if they're not good for you and it's going to be mm -hmm. toxic or it's really going to keep you from getting to the end of your life and saying I'm proud of myself mm -hmm. then you have to be able to put yourself in the position and put people around you that are going to help you evolve like you said take you to the next level you can still be friends with that person or you can still associate with them sometimes but you need to get yourself into the mm -hmm. position where you're surrounded by people that are going to elevate you and that are going to grow you and I found that in the promo community just for myself I mean you we were in a mastermind together mm -hmm. um, with a couple of people and then um, I was really down I mean for the for a couple of weeks I was just not feeling it I'm working from home so it's like hey Sunday to Thursday I barely even see daylight and then I went to Danny <laughs> Rosen's band together and I was I actually was um, in a house with uh, Paul Bellantone uh, my fiance Damon this random guy, Rob Lowe, uh, not the Rob Lowe, but <laughs> no, okay. the Rob Lowe, um, Roger Burnett, Brett Schaefer from um, Prime Line. There's just like, and it was me and like Good these people. five dudes. And they're just, we had, we're up until 2 a.m. talking about industry stuff, but not really, but just like personal stuff, but not really, mm -hmm. but just everything and mm -hmm. strategic and intelligence and mind-blowing conversations. And then of course you get around the whole group and you've got Tanya Allen Gould, you have Danny Rosen, Mark Graham was there, um, Renee Jones, all of these people in the industry. And you know, um, there's a reason that we love it here. There's a reason that you find it and you don't leave. It's because these people are our people, the creative mm -hmm. people there's nobody like us. And so even like within my family, within my friends, I have this group of people that's like, they look at me like I'm psycho sometimes, not psycho, like <laughs> sideways sometimes. Like I have like a horn growing out of my head or a, I don't know, a third arm or something. And like, you just said, what? But my promo right. people get me. I can say some off the wall, crazy thing about, you know, some PR scheme or some 
weird marketing message. It's like, yeah, Charity, that's awesome. How do we do that? How do we, you know, how do we make this happen? And then all of a sudden it's a thing and you've got like t-shirts printed with the slogan on it that doesn't make any <laughs> sense and everybody's cheering about it. And you're like, oh, I feel really good about this crazy idea. You know, so maybe it's okay that I had this like, you know, third arm and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And right. so. It's your people. It's your tribe. It's, it's your people, people who get you. Tribe. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. that's huge. And to be able mm -hmm. to stop and recognize from an accountability standpoint, who mm -hmm. are the people that are not only going to say, are you doing this? Did you do mm -hmm. this every day? But challenge you to say, what's next? Hey, you know, mm -hmm. you need, you said you wanted to be here. Do you really want to be there? Why do you want right. to be there? How are you going to get that? Like, right. those are such incredible, incredible things. But I would say, don't be afraid to boot some people out of your life. <laughs> if they're right. not really getting you where you want to go. And um, I had a friend that said it was relational arithmetic. Some people add to you. You want to keep mm, them around because they I add love to that. you. There's some people that take away from you and they, they really just kind of make you feel not great about yourself and they don't really mm -hmm. do much for your, for your life and for your future. And so um, that's a subtraction component. He's like, and, or she said, and then there's people that multiply you and that edify mm -hmm. you and lift you up and just multiply your message and your worth and make you feel great about self yourself. And then there are people that divide you. They divide your emotions. They are divisive in nature and they, you know, make people flee and those kinds of things. And those, the, the dividers and the subtractors, it's the mm -hmm. relational arithmetic. You want them out of your life. You want to be friends with and include more of the, the addition and the multiplication. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's that's just a cool concept. So I'm talking a lot in the last five minutes. <laughs> no, no, that's it's true though. And you know, I, I, I have done this myself and you probably have too, especially as women, I think a lot of us have is we learn to play small around people because we don't want them to feel bad about themselves. And instead we need to help lift them up and say, come with us, you're better than this or you can do more than this or think bigger for yourself and bring them to our level. If they're not willing to and they drag us down, that's when they gotta go. Right. right? Yeah. And I, I mean, you know, I, I was sexually abused as a child and I went through hypnotherapy two years, three years ago, three years ago. And with that, what I learned was really how to be in my body and out of my mind so much and feel how people who are around me make me feel. How is my body reacting to it? Because your subconscious mind tells you so much more than your conscious mind is going to tell you. Mm -hmm. So look at that, you know, because not everybody deserves to be in your life. Unfortunately, yeah. it's true. No, it is true. But everybody is capable of being better. And I love how you mm -hmm. said that. It's, you know, we, we need to, and I think a lot of, I mean, by nature, I know I try to do that and be as inclusive as possible. Um, and it's the, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink mentality there. You can, you can bring them with you and you can reach out your hand and you can, you know, even try and pull them up or push them from behind up the rock, up, you know, up the hill, you know, across the water, whatever it is. But if they don't want to go, there's only so much energy that you can use of yours before it starts pulling you backwards, before it's just not healthy for you and your family and your goals and your life and your vision anymore. And it is unfortunate, but it's also not everybody's ready. And, you know, mm -hmm. hopefully they'll get there and they can see their worth and their potential and their value. And, you know, maybe one day they'll take you up on your offer. And if they don't, that's okay. That's, that doesn't make them any better or worse off, you know, and or, you know, not a good person or anything like that. It's just, we're all on a different, running a different race on different parts of our journey. So for sure. Definitely. Definitely. No, definitely. And I think as women too, we beat ourselves up a lot. And that's really something that I've worked on 
you know, I, let it go, let it go. You, you have to realize there's some things in life that are really important and some things that you think are important, but they're really not. And you can let those go. If they fall off at your plate for a little while because you're doing something here that's more important, like spending time with your family, right? Or if you're saying for the next week, I am going to hit this goal hard. And that means that, you know, maybe I'm not making it to the gym this week. Don't beat yourself up. Just stay focused on that goal and then get back into an alignment with your goals. Yeah, no, absolutely. So just kind of to, to recap a little bit, just because I think I love exactly where this conversation went and we're talking about how do we do it when we're just so busy and we just have all of these things, uh, you know, you came in with the fact that you do need to schedule, you need to prioritize, you need to, you know, kind of sit back and evaluate, put things on a calendar and take stock of each day and just check in with yourself. And I, so I love that. And then I love what you also just said about prioritizing and realizing that some of the things that we think are absolutely necessary and completely important, not that they're not important, but they're also not imperative. And some of the things that we can't get back, like our time with our children and mm -hmm. other things, you know, we definitely, um, you know, we can't let everything fall off our plate, um, but it's okay to, to take a break. It's okay to rest sometimes and then get back up and keep going. So. Um, yep. Great wisdom today. I appreciate you taking the time that I know is very, very valuable <laughs> on a Friday afternoon uh, where we're trying to, you know, kind of finish up the week and you guys have a lot going on, but just definitely appreciate it. You are serious badass and you, um, I just love everything you're contributing to the promo community. I love watching you build your business. So thanks oh, for being thank you. I think you're a total badass too. I have one question for you before we stop. Ooh. I get a question. Okay. Yeah, you do. So oh. what, what drove you to start this? I think it's amazing. I just know your plate is so full that when you told me you're doing this, I was like, girl, how are you adding that to your schedule? <laughs> um, so it's kind of a funny thing. I've had it on my mind for a long, long time. And I can't believe I'm even putting this out here, but I actually want to speak internationally. It's my goal and my dream to one day speak um, for John Maxwell's leader cast and be on the stage oh. with just Ekstrom and some of these just powerhouse speakers that are across the country and internationally. Um, but I also realized that I don't feel like my story is something worth telling. I know that I don't, I hope that doesn't denigrate me. Like, I, I just feel like there are so many wonderful women out there like you, like Jess Ekstrom, like um, all of these different women in promo um, Tanya Ellen Gould, uh, Meg Erber, mm -hmm. everybody, like we all have these really dynamic and beautiful and wonderful stories and we're powerhouses. And um, the catalyst for all of this was actually Shannon, uh, Shannon Walsh Laredo that is in Houston at HPPA. Um, she runs a company as well, I think, or she works for somebody. Sorry, Shannon, I don't exactly know. Um, but I do know that she does an amazing job of social media and she's very involved in this group that we're in on Facebook and it's called Be Powerful Promo Women. And I'm not sure how I ended up in the group, but I'm in it. And she posted one day um, that there are a number of male influencers in the industry and she was looking for new podcasts and a new blog and things that, she, you know, she was trying to just learn from and, and educate herself, but she really wanted um, the, the influence of women. And she said, who are the women influencers in the industry? And somebody said Charity Gibson. And that was kind mm -hmm. of all anybody could come up with. And so um, in that exact same thread, I was like, well, let's change it. Like right now, let's just do it. I have a Zoom meeting subscription and I have a headset and um, 
I've got some time, so let's just record. And so within about 24 hours, I had a couple episodes recorded. And um, Saturday night, I had, you know, nothing better to do with my life. And I, we weren't at the lake that weekend. <laughs> and I couldn't sleep. So it was about 1 o'clock in the morning. And I threw together the badasswomenapromo.com website. I put up all the photography and wrote out the copy for it. And um, just using some of the skills that I've amassed over the years, even with Promo Kitchen and things like that, helping to build that website um, and post. I've got it on SoundCloud and up on, you know, Stitcher and everything else. And so... Um, just kind of went for it just because there was a need for it. And I think that mm-hmm. there are so many people, like I said, like you, whatever, but I, I really want to be a, a motivational leadership thought leader, um, national speaker. I just don't know how to evolve that from my experience in the promo world. Um, and I don't, I don't want people to be like, Oh, it's the charity show. And it's, she's just talking about herself all the time because that gets annoying. I already feel like I, I kind of get sick of hearing myself talk sometimes because I do talk a lot. Um, but yeah, I just, I really wanted to share people's stories and because I've people come to me with their stories and they share them with me, I want to share them with the world because there are so many freaking people and they deserve um, their spot in the shot. It's shot in the spotlight. So there, yeah, that's it. No, that's awesome. And you know, you're so well networked in our industry and you know so many people. It's great because when I'm like following your, the social media feed for this, it's like, oh, I don't know that person. And then I'll go, you know, go look at, check them out. I'll go check them out online and then I'll befriend them. And I was just like, that's awesome because you're building this community yeah, of women. Yeah. yeah, that we don't know each other because, you know, someone's on the East Coast or, you know, they're, I don't see them at the trade shows or whatever. Exactly. So. And that's exactly 100% what I want to have happen. And, um, and the, the idea that people can nominate other people too. And, and that was just mm-hmm. my way of getting to know more people too that are outside of my network because I do know quite a bit of people, but I also know that this is a big, beautiful industry and there are so many incredible people that I don't know. There are people behind the scenes that pull strings in companies like Tina Morrow, that's a gold star. She is, holy crap, like this girl, woo! I can't wait. She's coming on the podcast in, um, in uh, just a couple episodes. So you'll get to meet her. Um, awesome. But you wouldn't know her otherwise because you know she's mm-hmm. not big on social media she doesn't write blogs she's not in the spotlight she's an operations person that works behind the scenes but she inspires her whole team she raises six kids like she's out there and these are the women that I want to bring to the surface and I want to shine that light on them so brightly and I want them to be able to tell their stories and feel like they're valued and Mm -hmm. they're worthy and they're worth it and you might not think that you're a badass whoever you are out there listening but this whole podcast isn't just to spotlight you know the five badasses that I know it's to tell you I mean the hashtag is find your inner badass it's because I want you to stop <laughs> I want you to take stock in everything that you do and I mm-hmm. want you to celebrate for you I want you to clap for your damn self like I want you to get out right. there and really just know like hey I'm kicking butt here like I am working my arse off and I am you know raising kids or maybe you're single mm-hmm. but you're a road warrior out there or maybe the only thing that you accomplished today is that you got up you took a shower you washed your hair, you brushed your teeth, and you sat down to work. And you know what? That makes you a badass, too, because some days I don't even want to do that. (laughs) Right, right, right. No, definitely. Yeah, (laughs) I think keep on rocking it. Keep being a badass, everyone. I am so excited, Charity, that we had this time to talk and that you put this together. I am looking forward to to seeing where this goes and all the different women that I get to meet along the way because you have brought us together. 
No, thank you so much. Thanks for being a huge part of it. Thank you for being a badass yourself and for being on. Um, definitely looking forward to um, continuing on and having more conversations with you in the future. So with that, I will close this up here. Just want to say thank you again to everybody that has been listening to this um, since day one. If you haven't, you can go back and um, listen on SoundCloud. Every episode from the beginning on till now is on there. Um, we've also got some blogs going on if you hit the badasswomenofpromo.com website. And also just want to give a huge shout out to my friends and family members, basically my promo family at common skew who have decided to support this podcast financially and help make it all happen if you too want to sponsor the badass women of Pro promo podcast um there's some information on our website i'd love to hear from you and have you part of the bwop family so thank you again shauna for being here and we'll talk to you guys all again very soon bye you're welcome thank you bye <laughs>